Geek Shock. Geek it's Shock. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm not a breakfast guy. I just, I just don't care much for it. I mean, the pancakes are okay. Breakfast meat is all right. I like sausage. Uh, but I guess what comes oh, you down like sausage, to, huh? Yeah, come over yes. here, you hot piece of. <laughs> I got some Canadian bacon for you. <laughs> How do you feel about bacon? Bacon's great. Bacon yeah. is an all everyday food. I, it comes and it comes down to I don't like eggs. That's what it comes down to. Huh? I'm an eggless man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 318. I am Master Torgo. Commander oh, K. Hey, you, it's supposed to go. <laughs> no, it's not. It goes what? in the order of you what? joining the show. <laughs> oh. It's seniority. That's why we skip Andy and go to me after 80s Jeff. Fact checked Andy next. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. Maple Leaf Matt has returned. And he's whining as loud as ever. Yeah. Now, you teased coming last week. You you said you were coming. Yes. And then you didn't. You just didn't show up. <laughs> I messaged you. You never got back to me. No, you did oh, not. Message. I did. You you messaged me Ooh. after I said, are you that in your correct, way? That is correct, sir. That and is then, correct. Then you're like, sorry, I should have messaged you. No, I'll tell you exactly what I said. Oh, oh boy. Let me find it. Here we go. Oh, oh, this is compelling radio. Yes. Document it. <laughs> Shit, Sorry. <laughs> That's, that's a quote. That's a quote. He is Canadian. <laughs> Good, <okay>. Sorry. <laughs> wow, you sound like Andy having sex. So no Jeff today. No Paul. Paul is Through on the, stage exposing no, wait, 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 himself. Go back to that point. Through the weeping. <laughs> and that's on him weeping. <laughs> I'm a gentle lover. <laughs> And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Andy, what did you gently love this week? Yeah. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Spoken like a true geek. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, it was funny. There was an exchange of, uh, I think it was comments on like some of those men's rights morons or something like that. But somebody actually made the comment of, uh, well, if they're geek boys, they don't know what girls are like anyway. And somebody was like, ha ha, so true. And I'm like, you know, maybe it's just a circle of geeks I move in, but the vast majority of the geeks guys I know are attached. They got girlfriends or wives. Yeah. It, I, it's, you know, it's a stereotype that goes back to what? When we were in high school yeah. or when you were in post-college. Right. And... Yeah. and <laughs> Grad school, yeah. After yeah. the Germans surrendered, yes. Yeah, right. really. Sure, but you know, ever since geeks, we never surrendered, we just ran out of gas. That the geek stuff started making money, and geeks started making money. It kind of, mm. you're gonna mm. find loving. <laughs> it's inevitable. Loving. Well, no helping. I, I, again, this dates back to something I said earlier too. Is like we we have geek girls now. We didn't used to have that. Yeah. Or if we did, they were very quiet about it. So, yeah. and, and and I think it makes the the people angry. That were that are kind of the anti-geek mm-hmm. aspect, yeah, so they yeah. they try to hold on to that old mm-hmm. stereotype and grip it, and just slips through their do. fingers. Yes, like the, the the college guys who never, you know, I was the quarterback for this state college, and I never made it, but I'll hold on to that game that I had two touch, you know, I threw for two touchdowns, and I was the man back in nineteen seventy two Kansas City something, <laughs> you know. You had to pick Kansas no. City. No. <laughs> 
You had to pick Kansas City. Wow. That's right. I'm sitting in the 80s Jeff spot, so I feel oh, it boy. through me. Yeah. You know, unlike oh. Paul, Jeff will listen to the show and hear that. <laughs> That's true. Really? You're doing know, does he? I don't think Jeff listens to the show. No? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't. Okay, in that case, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might listen to the shows that he's not on. Oh well, okay. uh, I meant fuck Andy, that guy Andy. <laughs> you always say that. Well, yeah, that's not news. That's right, Andy. Be- <laughs> Before we begin emails, I just want to throw a shout out. Uh, thank you to Matt from Two Broke Geeks podcast mm-hmm. and to uh, Jake Godbold. For jumping on the trivia wagon with me this week oh, on yeah. Quiz Up, ah, you guys are encouraging you, him. You guys are uh, kicked my ass all week, and I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun with that. So, if you, if you like trivia, find me on Quiz Up. It's a great fun little thing. Oh, yeah, let I, me throw this out too before I forget. If uh, you if you love trivia, there must be a betrayal element in there <laughs> somewhere. That's that's the chief reason why yeah. I'm not going to join. Um, Shock Monkeys Lair on Facebook, which is oh, a yes. Shock Monkeys fan page. And Mike Johnson wanted me to mention because he needs more Shock Monkeys on there. So, Shock Monkeys Lair. Yep, on Facebook. Yep. <clears throat> and thank you, Michael, for setting yeah, yeah. that up. That's really damn cool. It is cool. Yep. So emails. Yes. Emails. Week. What? Uh, this first one. I'm so glad we got this one because this needed a correction. Good. Uh, hey guys. <laughs> Andy, what are you doing over there? That sound you heard was Matt juggling his microphone. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I didn't realize this email was going to be so emotional. <laughs> I regret to inform you that both Master Torgo and Fact Check Andy are both off their games Uh-oh. on this episode. Uh-oh. But don't worry, attention to detail Danielle is here to save the day. Ooh. All right, Danielle. When Master Torgo was telling us about the movie Coherence with Nicholas Brendan, he mistakenly called it Convergence. Uh, You're right. I did. Don't watch Convergence. I'm an asshole for even saying so. I looked up Convergence, and it seems like a pretty shitty movie. So <laughs> I'm hoping to save you some, some poor, unsuspecting listener the pain of following bad advice. You're welcome. Seriously, I love you guys. Thanks for giving me something to pro- procrastinate with. Uh, wow. wow. I am putting All that right. into my vocabulary. <laughs> like with, it wasn't already. <laughs> with much love, attention to detail, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle, for your, right. your absolute paying attention to what I'm saying. Uh, Coherence is the movie I was talking about, right. and you must see. So I Coherence. Took, so I took the hit for not correcting you on a yes, movie I had heard of. That is correct. All right. Well, you she's do right. have the she name. She's right. She's right. No, she's right. Yes, I should have got name. it. Come on. Fact check Andy. Yep. You're always wrong. Although, no, I'm not. Most of the time. No, we, we've explained this before. I, I'm I'm perfectly good at fact checking if I have, you know, computer yeah. in front of me. Facts my my brain is as fallible as everybody else's. I'm perfect. I, I have Google. I can fact check, motherfucker. I, I actually do notice when something sounds off to it and look it up. That's that's. I think that's the only thing I got going above you guys. Convergence, coherence. Yeah. Nicholas Brendan. I Nicholas Brendan. <laughs> which so isn't, what which is, isn't making anybody so run to their... No. Yeah. What is Convergence? I remember it being out there and not... I don't I don't remember. It's frankly. awful, though. Yes, I, I do remember going, Convergence, oh, that I think it's a shitty sci-fi movie. No, I'd never heard of Coherence, but I had heard of Convergence, so I didn't... Sure. Yeah. 
So coherence. Coherence. All right, Andy, we coherence. get it. Good God, <laughs> man. Coherence. <laughs> Hello, is... guys. Okay, this guys. We put talked about pantomime. Last yes, week. we did British pantomime because we didn't know dick about it. Did we or did Andy? I did. Well, yeah. he, he, you're the one that threw it out. We got two responses on what pantomime is. So we're going to go through that first one from uh, Ancow, Sam. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam. Uh, hello, guys. Happy New Year to you all. I'm glad you all had a good Christmas period. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> you asked last week what a pantomime is. And to be honest, I've seen a couple. And I still don't fully know. I, it's usually a child-aimed retelling of a fairy tale, mixing slapstick comedy and some topical comedy, usually for the parents, and then throw in a popular children's character. Uh, for the one I remember seeing, it was Postman Pat. And you get the basic foundation of the panto, thrown in camp costumes, music, often a man in drag, and cheap and cheerful-looking sets, and you have it. Or at least that's what gets called one. Mm-hmm. I hope this helps, or at least confuses you, as much as it does me. Have a good new year. Sorry if you had to bring out the stroke wallet for any of this. Thank you for making the podcast and filling my ears with needy joy, Sam and Cal. Bless you, Sam. So that's the short version. What? Okay. Because we also heard from Gaming Mill. Oh, Gaming Mill. Oh, shouldn't we save that email for his beloved Paul show? Uh, Paul could be here if he needed to be. Oh, okay. Well, he's not going to listen to this episode, uh, Gaming Mill, because, you know, it's the paul show and if he's not here he's like oh great it's just those four hey last week he listened yeah oh wait that's right but that was a mistake <laughs> he was a- <laughs> we tricked now, him we tricked everyone now, now he's ready <laughs> the framers paul that doesn't sound like paul i'll keep listening for a little bit let's see <laughs> quick somebody sing uh, i'm not here i'm not here yeah, the fact, the fact is, I, I told paul to shut his ignorant mouth and kicked him off the show <laughs> Dear the Paul Show. Oh, Oh, well. Someone mentioned British pantomime in episode 317 and asked, what's it all about? Or words to that effect. I've been alive all my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a little thing or two about pantomime, especially as the modern version was originally created in my own country of England. Modern pantomime, or panto, as it is oftenly informally called, is traditionally played in theaters up and down the country during December and January. Aside from the big theaters, smaller venues tend to have local Z-list celebrities starring in crappy written productions that tend to be performed twice a day, six times a week. Have you noticed he's getting more British as he reads this? Really? Yeah. (laughs) It is a well-known fact that these lesser-known celebrities earn more during panto season than they do over the rest of the year combined. A typical example of a shite celebrity whom performs annually is a local radio presenter from BBC Radio Leicester. How much of a celebrity is he? I'll tell you. He once released a single for charity via his radio show and sold a staggering 76 copies, raising a whopping 110 pounds for comic relief. His name is Martin Ballard, and I was banned from his phone-in show about a decade ago for <laughs> taunting him over the ch- over his charity song and, well, over a few other things. I, I thought there's a trace of sour grapes here. <laughs> I just like the fact our listeners get kicked off other shows. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> 
The banning happened because people kept phoning in and asking me to be a regular studio guest. I think he got jealous. Either that or he was pissed off that I got all of his fellow presenters to refer to him as Nosferatu. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, the main acts tend to be traditional stories which make no reference to Christmas. Stories such as Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, and Puss in Boots are not uncommon, which reminds of a DVD a friend was watching at his house when I went to visit once called Pussy in Boots. That was no pantomime and not exactly suitable for children either. Ooh. There's always some fella in the cast playing a fat woman and often a skinny woman playing a prince of some sort. The fourth wall is regularly broken, encouraging audience participation. An example is asking the audience where the bad guy is, and the common reply is, he's behind you, by screaming children. It is irritating as hell. <laughs> Mild sexual, sexual innuendo is also included for the dads, presumably because they have to sit through 90 minutes of sheer tedium. I've been to a couple of pantomimes before. The last time was a friend who shall rename, r- remain nameless. His name is Alex Rudy. And we had to <laughs> leave after 20 minutes because we were sitting close to the front near a load of special kids. He said that their spasms, saliva, and constant applauding for no reason was making him feel bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. That didn't bother me. Oh. The worrying smell that was coming from the group did, though, so I agreed to leave, too. Yeah. The first time I went to a panto, I was sitting near the front again. Fortunately, there were no specials in that time. But the lead actress named Scylla Black, she's very famous in Britain, uh, was throwing fun-sized chocolate bars into the audience with one hitting me squarely in the eye. I picked it up off the floor, stood up, shouted, I'll show you fucking fun size, and threw it back at her, (laughs) smacking her in the top lip. She stormed off stage. Not long after that, I left the theater too, under the watchful supervision of two security guards. Yes, fellas, pantomimes are shit. Really, really shit. (laughs) If you're ever over here, don't go. It's not worth the time or the money. There's a bit more to them than I've written, but you don't need to go into any further details. All the best, Paul and the gang. Here's wishing you all the best for the new year. The Paul Show's biggest fan, Gaming Mill. P.S. As of today, December 31st, I've still not seen The Force Awakens. I think my geek prowess is fading. P.P.S. Several of my fellow Paul monkeys would pay to hear the fabulous Paul read out a load of those shite jokes written by children. Probably the funniest thing I at least heard in 2015. Wow. Okay. Pantomime, gentlemen. Well, this explains a joke I never got in Monty Python, so that's great. There's a there was a whole segment on a Monty Python thing. The pantomime horse is a secret agent, and it was uh, you know, one of those those horse costumes where you get the two people in it. Uh huh. And and that was the pantomime yeah, was horse. The, I'm like, why is it a pantomime horse? Probably because it shows up in these things. Really makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that's cleared up. Yeah. No, I'm happy. And uh, last email. Hello, Geek Shock. Hello. Hi. This is from Gian Henderson talking about uh, one more Star Wars email. Uh-huh. I found Finn in the movie's backstory a little odd. He didn't remember his family or his name, but he very briefly mentioned being taken, so he had some memory of the event. However, I suppose 15-plus years, chemical, psychological, maybe even force-augmented brainwashing could erase the happier memories, but a trauma- traumatic event like being kidnapped might be a bit harder to remove. On a Finn-related side note, if you walk down certain seedy, dark alleyways of the internet, 
there's a lot of talk about Poe being Finn's love interest. Yep. Perhaps a bit hopeful by some of the fandom, but you never know. Have a happy new year. Kind of sorry about the beans, but not really. G and Henderson. The, the oh, beans he's talking right. about are the goddamn jelly beans that yeah. Paul insisted upon us. Matt? Matt, Matt didn't Matt, do that, Matt did he? Matt wasn't here for that. G and Henderson. You weren't here for it. I'm not going to subject you to it. I was here for it. You Matt wasn't. Oh, Matt, Matt wasn't. Matt wasn't. Matt. I'm not going to subject you to it. We will. Well, thank Paul you. will when he gets back, I'm sure. Oh, uh, okay. So. Yeah, um, I was noticing that on the, my last rewatch. Uh, at one point, Captain Phasma makes a comment. Or is it, it might be General Hux, my stormtroopers are conditioned from birth. So he made it sound like they were taken really, really young. <clears throat> but Finn kind of made it sound like he, I, I don't know, that it, it's a... It, was it, it weird. seems like a strange place where he would, <clears throat> yeah. Like, like if this is his first outing, he's pretty old for that being his first outing. Yeah, especially yeah. if they're talking about that sort of intense conditioning. Yeah. Right. You think they'd beat the emotion out of you? Yeah, and you think combat simulations? It it would be just terribly uh, realistic, right up until that point or something. I I mean, because he did make it sound like the first time we went out, the first battle I was in, I made a choice. And it would have been interesting, actually, if Finn had actually been through a few battles. And you had that village massacre, and he's all like, oh, you know, I, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore, or something like that. Sure. <clears throat> and if I remember right, I've only seen it once. If I remember what? right. What? I know. Me too. What? That it's a Me fellow too. stormtrooper that sends him down that. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was watching that today. And he does like the little bloody streak and everything, and I'm like, I think it it have more impact. I mean, because you do have that moment of the the massacre, and he he doesn't even shoot. But I think that him reacting to a civilian death or something, of course, that might have been too much for the movie. I don't know. Um, I think we have to assume that that particular stormtrooper was a friend. Well, I understand that, but yeah. I'm saying him reacting to uh, the result of their violence rather than violence inflicted upon them. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you want to give Finn a kind of noble aspect. Yeah. On on the other issue, the Finn and Poe romance, Mm -hmm. that's not subtle at all, man. I mean, uh, uh, big bro hug the minute he sees him, and then he says, oh, you can keep my Letterman jacket. (laughs) Well, mm. I, you know, it's funny. There's nothing wrong with the bro hug, man. No, I yeah, it's like I'm not opposed to that relationship if that were to be the case. Like, but all of the heat for it that you see is kind of like I don't know. I kind like I, internet heat. Yeah, I mean, there's I, I, so I haven't ma- seen this. There are so many people that you know, and as is typical for shipping and slash, is a lot of women who really want that relationship, and it's like I just. I personally, isn't it, th- doesn't anybody think that this is a little condescending to gay men? That anytime two males have an intense uh, friendship, it well, they, they got to be gay. Or they need to be gay. They sure. should be gay. Yeah. That, that almost sounds like a frat bro type of yeah. attitude towards sure, me. That was, it was very much that, that in Lord of the Rings with the... Oh, Frodo exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, God, God knows we even are guilty of making those jokes. Oh, yeah. Right? I but, just did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, but you know, it's just like I, yeah, I actually, 
Uh, I work with a guy at uh, Ka. He's gay. Passionate. Woo! Passionate Star Wars fan. He wears a Star Wars shirt to work every single day for his work shirt because we, you know, have our shirts underneath our costumes. He goes an entire month without wearing the same shirt. He has that many Star Wars shirts. He, yeah, that's, and uh, I asked him, how do you feel about that type of shipping? And he felt that he, he, he really didn't know many gay guys who were all caught up in that. He said, I think it's just harmless. He finds it to be rather harmless Mm -hmm. fantasy. So, so, and it, it does strike me that it seems like gay men of all people are the least interested and the least invested in Poe and Finn possibly being lovers. Yeah, but jokes aside, I mean, you got a serious. If, if it, <clears throat> I mean, if you if they were, we have some serious Romeo and Juliet stuff going on with the Imperial Capulets and the uh, Rebel Montagues. There could be, there could actually be some interesting stuff there. I do not, frankly, I don't think. I think that's too big a step for Disney to take. I can't see them taking that step <clears throat> well, for a blockbuster. Well, an interesting yeah. thing in that is that Star Wars Aftermath, the the books, right, right. There are gay characters in there. Yeah, exactly. But for the leads to be gay, because, um, oh, crap. I, uh, I forgot. Somebody was talking about this on the Internet, and they, they talked about how this would be groundbreaking if at least Poe was gay. You know, if you had one leading character, not a side character, not a sidekick or a beeline character, but a lead character being gay, a lead, a gay action hero, <clears throat> which is true because we really haven't had that yet. Although, uh, spoilers, I think, isn't... Uh, no, we did. Stallone and Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> hey Everyone in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Although, but no, you're right. It, that, it's time for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, isn't Deadpool like supposed to be like pansexual? Yes, yeah, he's definitely pansexual. Yeah. So I mean, and man, does that still look great? <laughs> oh, that's. I, I, you don't oh. know how much you blessed my heart by letting me know it's coming out in February. <laughs> yeah, it um coming out. Yeah. I actually Oh, went, on fire. I would on my Star Wars rewatch this afternoon, I saw all the trailers. All the trailers in the universe. So I saw Deadpool, I saw Star Trek, I saw Batman versus Superman. By the way, uh, I I'm now going to say this uh Gal Gadot as a uh, um Wonder Woman <clears throat> in that trailer, looking, looking, looking. Uh, brief moment as she was, it was nice. It was fairly convincing. So that's that ought to be actually kind of interesting. I'm looking forward to that movie. Yeah, I am. Too. I actually probably more than, weirdly enough, more than Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, I saw that uh, trailer huh. too. I'm looking forward to all of them. So I'm, I'm sure. fine with it. Yeah, Batfleck. Batfleck is actually looking like a motherfucking Miller Batman. Um, just watching him talk and and stuff, he really he is com- precariously close to looking like he's ripped from the pages of The Dark Knight. It's a it's it's actually pretty pretty damn pretty damn good. Nice. Was the new Independence Day trailer on that one? Too? Yes, it was. <laughs> <clears throat> what's your what's your thoughts on that one? I can't wait for it, but I just don't get how what was it supposed to take place twenty years after the initial attack? Yeah, it's 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 almost it's in real co- time, right? Contemporary, yeah, it's real time. 
alternate history real time. Yeah. And in that time, they have mastered a whole new technology, reverse engineered the ships, and yeah. they have... 20 years? Yeah, no problem. Sure. 20 years. Dude. 10 years to get it down, 10 years for building. Yes, but you'd have to start from scratch. All the cities are destroyed pretty much. Where? Well, not all I, the cities. Just the really big ones. Yeah. I guess. Okay. St. Louis no. is still out there. There you go. That's right. Well, and that's anymore. all you need. It's underwater although, now. But although no. Maybe next year they won't have the Rams. <laughs> that was for you, Jeff. Okay. Yeah, right. Back. <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, uh, I, yeah, it was. That's Bill Pullman, too, right? The, yes. The, he's, President Pullman. Yeah. Just better, the, it better have my David. So that's what my David. He'll save you. David. Goldblum. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in. My it. David. My he's, David. Yeah, right. he's. You'd be oh, all he's yeah, done yeah. now. My David. Yeah. And Judd Hurchinson is still, isn't he? Yes, he is. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and what the only one that's really not back is uh, Smith. Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. Better not shove his son in there. That's all I gotta say. No, that's uh, Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth looks like he's the uh, the uh, Will Smith uh, substitute. Hunky, hunky uh, pilot dude uh, character. So. It it the 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 trailer looked fun. Um, Goldblum's uh, line, that one line where he's like, "Wow, that one's a lot bigger than you know." <laughs> yeah. That it, it looks like it's going to be fun. Any Randy Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't find Randy Quaid. Yeah. He's too. Uh, he's on the back. He's, ran- he's ranting from the backwoods of Canada. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm back. He's up in Oregon. <laughs> Yeah. He's begging for Funyuns <laughs> in a bird preserve. Yeah, oh, my God, oh my God, dude, that would—it's oh, that would be so perfect. <laughs> Fucking a, wouldn't that be awesome? Quaid just holding out in the no, no, this bird is, refuge. Right, oh, we get, we're getting a feed from the leader of the militia. about aliens. We're getting a feed from the fir- uh, the leader of the militia. I pilot. I fly. (laughs) (laughs) We got to recruit everybody, even those guys holed up in the refuge for 20 years. Shitter's full. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So Bundy's are just a bunch of Randy Quaid. (laughs) Wow. It's almost as good as the uh, Paul Blart movie we wrote over there. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Uh, it's interesting. I've I've seen this observation from quite a few people that a lot of people's favorite movies of this last year, 2015, are what we kind of complain on mass about reboots and sequels. Mm-hmm. They were for the most part pretty damn decent. Yeah. Well, 80s Jeff isn't here, so I say. But yeah, but they were done well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> and they were. Fury Road was done magnificently. Oh, yeah. Force Awakens was done very well. Mm-hmm. The Marvel movies, there's, well... Ant-Man was on a remake, and I love that. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't, but it's still part of the, the, yeah, universe. Still part of the Marvel universe. And but Debbie. we did get uh, Avengers 2, right? Right. That was mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So... And even Interstell- Lo- no, Lost World 14, made right? a shitload of money. Yeah. Yep. It was top dog before Star Wars came. Yeah, yeah. So yep. all, all this going forward about, you know, oh, remakes, ah, oh, sequels. It's it's always been a bullshit complaint to me, um, especially when people go on and on about the Hollywood has no original ideas. 
Well, you can get away with anything Paul's not here. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about that. There's another, I have an, another friend I argue with because he, he really hops on the, Hollywood's afraid of originality, which is such a, you know, load of horse shit. How is Vernon? Um, <laughs> it's not even Vernon. Um, but it's like you go through Hollywood all the way back and so much of their stuff is adapted from stage plays, short stories, novels. It, it, you know, so much of their stuff is taken material. Even you know, uh, something like Casablanca is is an adaptation from a stage play and stuff like that. Gone with the Wind, which adjusted gross is still one, yeah. the number one yeah. film of all time domestic. Wow. Um, adjusted gross. I was looking this up on on Box Office Mojo. $1.6 billion domestic. Damn. Yeah. Now, that's the history of the movie. So it's all its re-releases. Sure. It's constantly rolling. So you would think with re-releases and stuff, eventually Force Awakens will actually, I think, maybe cap that as a domestic total. Perhaps. But um, anyway, you know, Gone with the Wind, major, major novel. You know, Ben-Hur, Heston's Ben-Hur, was a remake of a silent all of those big movies of Sound of Music, Adaption of a Musical, all of those things, they, they almost all of them come from somewhere else because Hollywood really does, I think, depend on that pre-branding. I mean, if you think about reboots, remakes, and sequels, the classic horror monsters, every yeah. damned one of them mm -hmm. had many incarnations of their own Going into you know Abbott and Costello versions, right, mm -hmm. and then Hammer versions, mm -hmm. and then remade in the seventies, remade in the nineties, and taken from original material: Dracula from Bram Stoker, Frankenstein from Mary Shelley, the sequel Bride of Frankenstein, considered by many to be the the acme, the the high point of the Universal horror mo movie franchise. Creature of the Black Lagoon from uh, Anne Rand, absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> That was an adaption of We the Living. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, what geeky things you want to talk about? We've kind of already started that. I yeah, guess. we yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I saw Hateful Eight and then played a lot of Red Dead Redemption. It was inspiring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hateful Eight. Oh, that was the most Tarantino of films. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there, that, when I left that, I was like, that's the most Tarantino movie I have seen since Reservoir Dogs. Nice. No, I have yet to see it yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. But I've heard uh, reviews that it's like an hour too long. Like They could have chopped it down about an hour. I disagree. I think that time is necessary to develop those characters to attach yourself to varying things. And man, do they build the tension. Yeah, it. it you know what? It's, it's, it's landmark Tarantino building the tension. And I think that a lot of criticisms, because you get that often about Tarantino, could have been shorter. You get complaints about his story structure. And it's like the man, he works a little, he works against Hollywood formula, which is one of the mm -hmm. reasons why I love his movies. So, you know, I know going in that there's going to be a ton of character development. And I don't mind at all. And whereas a lot of people, they want you to get to, you know, they well, want you to get there quickly. Everyone's used to the save the cat format. Yeah, exactly. You know? And they aren't in, in any way. No. Yeah. And I, we also we all saw it in the seventy millimeter, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Roadshow. Yeah. And it uh, the footage of uh, the footage before they get into the cabin 
everything that's an exterior shot is just beautiful in that. My God. I thank you guys for recommending I see it that because that was whoa. That was so worth it. It was so much beautiful eye candy. Yeah. If you're a Western fan and you love Robert Redford's Jeremiah Johnson, mm. that's a movie that's also yeah. filmed in Wyoming and that is a winter heavy film Western movie. All right. And that I was thinking of Jeremiah Johnson a shitload watching this movie because man, he just and damn, he did it up. He did it up. Wow, I have not seen that movie since it was in the theaters, and I know I'm old. Yes, <laughs> that was never in question. No. <laughs> I bet it's a beautiful movie, though. I mean, I was a kid. It when is. I, I it, kid when I saw it. So. It is. I mean, the cinematography and the exteriors of Jeremiah Johnson are often referred to, and it is obvious that that is something of a of an influence here, because yeah, all that all that snowscaping is just man alive. And right? now he's talking up other movies. He wants to. Uh, Work on next. He's talking about a 30s gangster style movie. Love to Ooh. see that. I would love to see that. <gasps> and Shit. a really scary horror movie. That'd be oh, nice. Oh, man. I still want him to someday take a stab at science fiction. I really want mm. him to take a stab at something like cyberpunky or space opera y. And I want to see what he would do with that. I oh, really would be fascinating. And now, I, now we're on this Tarantino um, on, on the other podcast on Ice Cream Social. They were slapping down uh, his. Tarantino's uh, piece of uh, Four Rooms. I I love that piece of Four yeah, I Rooms. I got no issue with that one. Yeah. I mean, Four Rooms, definitely not my favorite ensemble short story movie. Yeah. But the soundtrack is that amazing. That fine. Though. Combustible Edison. Love that soundtrack. There you go. I don't that's think right, I know the right. soundtrack. Are you going to sing you, the soundtrack? You. Good. Well, now Paul we is exactly in here. We need yeah, music somewhere. <laughs> Man. What else you do, gentlemen? I saw Force Awakens. How many times is that now? To to this afternoon was four. Wow! This is my 3D showing. I had gotcha. to do a 3D. How, and how it? many times did you see uh, Fury Road? Four. All right. Yeah. So you think you're going to beat out Fury Road? Yes, I am. All right. Yeah, I am. It's kind of weird because, ooh, should I go on record publicly? Go for it. I think Fury Road is ultimately the better movie. I would agree with you but on that. But I still think Force Awakens is fabulous. I I it I just, you know. Uh now, okay, so here I'll back up a little bit. Fury Road's no Empire Strikes Back. Ah. I don't know. Empire Strikes Back is always the the high water mark. Sure. But um this I yeah, See, I just thing, I just want to watch this movie all the fucking time. You're not going to want to take apart Fury Road the same way you're going to want to take about Star Wars. You're going to look at Star Wars and try and figure out all the little stuff that's going on in the background and figure out who that is and what's that and why is that there. Mm -hmm. Fury Road, the backstory is there and you don't really need it. It's, it's thus there to give it everything texture, so it's a, not a But there are those stage. fun, visual, visual-only in things in Fury Road. Yeah, there yeah. are. Yeah, you know, there are. I mean, even the stuff that you know is there that you don't know about, like that we hear about through other media, like Doofus, uh, Doof Warrior's uh, backstory, you know, how he got discovered and made the... The 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 the, the right. war bard of um of uh, Immortan Joe's army isn't or Immortan Joe's uh, own origin isn't isn't Doof Warrior wearing his mother's uh, face on his as a mask? I 
I don't know that. I don't know, part, but I like that story. That, I think that's, that's I think that's true. I think that's I think that's <laughs> part of the backstory. And that's, and, and, and that's what I really like about Fury Road yeah. is, is that like you see a character, they tell you nothing about him, but you want to know more about mm-hmm. them. But the character has a backstory, even if you don't see it. So right. you know sure, that's right. rounded. But that's and you feel that. That's yeah. the thing. You feel like you feel there's it. a story to this guy. Yeah, there's a lot of that in Force Awakens too, of course. But it it yeah, not to. I don't feel that to the extent I do Fury Road. I mean, Force Awakens, today I was watching it, you know, the scene with Maz where she's like telling Finn, those two over there, they, you know, work for passage to the Outer Rim. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at one of the guys, he's got like this red helmet deal going on, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Is that a helmet? Is he got a robot mm-hmm. head? What the fuck? I'm getting to the point where I'm looking at things like that, and I'm just like, what's going on there? What's that all C3 Paralarm came from. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's funny, too, because, you know... I, now, I guess that explain, is explain, going to be explained in the comics, right? Uh, no, it's going to make you buy another C-3PO toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cynical <laughs> Andy. Wow. Actually, I'm kind of enjoying the, uh, the love that... Uh, TR8R is getting. Is it TR8R? Yeah. The, Which one is TR8R? It's not the real name. It's the name the fans have given him. It's the uh, stormtrooper that is yelling "traitor." Oh yeah. And, yeah. and goes he's in got the, the riot stick. Oh that yes. He does the, yeah. yeah. Featured ensemble. Yeah. Yep. And still very little in the way of Ray figures. Yeah, that's disappointing. That you would think they would know that by now. I don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm Although I don't know. you know. I hate to defend the jackasses, but going through the toy stores is, you know, looking at the discounted stuff left over from Christmas, it's a lot of the female figures left over. I didn't is see it? any Ray figures. Well, not Ray. No, no. I'm just talking about other other lines. Like, I, there was a whole bunch of Marvel figures, and it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know they made that yeah, figure but, and that figure and that figure. Well, but what figures? Because it's like Marvel has a dearth of Scarlet Witch and Black Widow from Avengers releases. So, you know, they they hardly put out any of those. So it's sort of like... Are they putting out no name or low level character female yeah, figs? Like, like they're not those... selling, and they're like, "Oh, see, women don't sell." Yeah, yeah. I'd like to compare that though to the no name exactly. guy figs. You see a lot of right, those right, exactly. Too. You know, Ray. I mean, I'm not a big. I'm not. Ray a com- should definitely have figures. I'm out. not a completist collector like Paul, but if I was gonna get Star Wars figs, I would be getting Ray because she is my favorite character from the movie. She really is cool. You can get her with the vehicle. But I, that's the only place I've seen her. I like her little motor, motorbikey yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like the motorbike. I love the motorbike. That is too. a cool thing. That is a cool thing. She tends to leave it parked and just sitting in the middle of the open. I, I don't know. Maybe she's got a thumbprint lock or something. But they have really good security systems. I guess so. Very good. Well, there's yeah. If you go up and they're scavengers. Out, like, of course they would, because mm-hmm. they know better. If you go up and touch that thing, it'll. Hello. What? What? Oh, okay. Okay. Gunter tops out the pile. Okay. okay. Yeah. There we go. Well, if if it's all right with you, Andy, I won't be touching that thing. Mm. <laughs> Actually, you, you touch it in the the scrod from. Uh... Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, it's old fan stuff. Gorilla scrod. No, the the monster in the trash compactor. The fans used to call that the scrod. Oh, the one eyed thing yeah. that pops up. Yeah. <laughs> looks around. Call it the scrod. Yeah. And then rapidly retracts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Do you know the origin of Scrod? <sighs> yes. Uh, there was a there was a early f- convention, and there was Scrod on the menu, and a bunch of people didn't know what it was, and they decided it was the creature from that, and that kind of took off from there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Even if that's not true, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. 
There what, you go. What's scrum? He's he's rapidly veering from fact check Andy to apocrypha Andy. Antidote <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, my final form. Andy, you have you have no final form. That's the source of your immortality through the ages. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Force Awakens, as always, just fucking love it thank you jj thank you so much and once again as we were now belaboring i think to the point of death what a time to be a fucking geek mm. yeah yeah that's that's almost our tagline it's a good it time be to be too. a geek i saw the i saw the batman versus superman trailer i saw the uh, oh course, the other one is the revenant that's that trailer which one the revenant revenant i have not seen that trailer well no i saw that couple weeks ago at least the first trailer that came out so <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the viewers out there. <laughs> just <laughs> Matt, just give Andy the scorching glare. Canadian, Canadian stink eye. <laughs> well, wow, it's worse than a Cleveland steamer. Let me tell you. No, no, the Canadian stink eye comes with rice peel off. <laughs> this is not a shock, but as you can see, he just put his foot on my headphone cord again. Look at this. Why is it under my foot? <laughs> You have no we spatial real- awareness. At all, all right, really. look uh, fo- <laughs> to our viewers out there. Could you send us in some twenty-foot extensions <clears throat> for microphones and headphones so we can put Andy safely outside? <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out there. I spent forty minutes out there already. <laughs> it's rainy. Uh, <laughs> with your payway takeout. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an in joke. It's in in. Oh man. Well, I've. This last week, I have been reading The Expanse along with That's the TV right. show The Expanse. Yeah. So I could, they could grow together in some alternate reality. Uh-huh. The Expanse novel got so good, it just deemed itself to be read all the way through. I saw your tweets. You're like losing sleep and shit? Yeah. I, wow. I, per, I think I powered through about 300 pages in the last day. Oof. Wow. It was just, just so much fun. How long the novel is it? It's... Uh, 550 pages. All right. So, you know, respectable size. Are you done? I'm done with the first one. Okay. And ah. excited. Apparently, is there six, uh, five of which have been written. So I look forward to doing oh, the next no. book. I have three of them. You, you got to do a George R. R. Martin thing for the last book and just wait forever? <laughs> no, I'm going to wait for The Expanse to spoil the last book for uh, me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got three of those. Yeah, Leviathan Wakes. Le- Leviathan Wakes. If you like fun action adventure space opera without you know heavy duty sci-fi yeah so good so much fun i'm looking forward to see how the expanse tv show pulls some of this off how is the tv show how are you great it's i mean they've of course they made changes um but all the beats are there and it looks great it looks like i want the novel to look so, and the actors they have in there, tip top. So, oh, yeah. If you're not watching The Expanse, fix your life. It's great. Well, That's probably don't. one of the best things I've seen sci-fi put out in a while. I don't have sci-fi, so I'm... Uh, How know. did the show pull off the... <laughs> thing? Like the all It the hasn't gotten that far. Oh. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, Matt! <laughs> Sport night. Feel he, my pain. Has, has oh, it, he isn't dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're going to pull that off. It's very, 
We're just gonna stop you there because yeah, Torgo doesn't either. <laughs> I, I've actually, yeah, I've hit that part, but that's gonna be blocked out. They won't have heard that. That was erased. <laughs> <laughs> but not that part. Let's leave that part in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the, the oh yeah, that's this is snap. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Just just the pertinent awesome. information. <laughs> But no, they haven't gotten that far yet, mister. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Matt, I love you. <laughs> missed you, bro. I didn't yeah. Miss you. <laughs> I had no courts to step on without you here. <laughs> Anybody else got something to share? Oh, shit. I got lots. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't got anything. Really? You've been oh gone for like six God. months and anything geeky? Why don't you tell us how the no. remnant ends? <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I finally saved up and picked up the brand new Guitar Hero. Oh, okay. Interesting game. It's so different than the old versions. It's not the one where the, like, the audience is like, yeah. Yes. And the band's like, yes, it is a cheesy they band. Can't see me what I'm doing, but a, hey, <laughs> a cheesy band and a che- cheesy audience. But I really like it. It it it's I won't say it's immersive, but it feels a lot better than watching your old digital band look all fakey and hmm. and it was bored. That was always boring to watch for anybody that wasn't playing along. Hmm. This part, at least with that, with the. Uh, over the topish bands, mm. they're kind of fun to watch. Okay. Now, there's a lot of consternation for the other half of Guitar Hero, uh, which so far I like, but who knows over the time. And that's Guitar Hero Live. They have two music channels you can choose from that has 24 hour programming. In fact, it's almost set up like your TV guide is, where it says, and you can join either channel. It's in progress, and you're playing along to... It's basically like watching, t- watching MTV in the old days mm-hmm. and playing along with it. Interesting. And you're going against live people or people that have played in the past and had their things pre-recorded, so you're always in competition for those games, which keeps it interesting. Hmm. Uh, the bad part on that is that you don't get to choose the songs. You play whatever is next, and... But those blocks are set up. So if, like, say, 9 to 9.30 is heavy metal, 9.30 to 10 is going to be classic rock, um, indie rock after that, or whatever. So it's it's you can tune in to whatever So you know it's, it's, it's listed in the, in the guide. You, it's, can, it's, you know it's going to play. Yeah, it's on the video guide. And there's two of them going. One's mm-hmm. more pop-centric, one's more rock-centric. Nice. Uh, the bad side on that is that you earn coins. Mm-hmm. Right? You can use those coins... To play any song you want in the entire video live playlist. And there's a lot. and But you can't buy those. It's not like the old uh, rock band still has that where you buy songs. They're yours to play whenever you want. Guitar Hero, you are kind of renting a song ah. with the coins that you earn. And of course, it's EA, I believe, who's behind this. You can buy Oh, the those Empire coins <clears throat> to but you will never own those songs the only songs that you can play whenever you want are the ones that come on disc and of course that skews a lot more modern rock so if you're not into modern indie 
there's I think there's only maybe about seven or eight classic rock songs on there that I've come across thus far yeah. out of 40. So if if you're into classic rock, not your game. But the live channel music, that's got a lot of classic rock to it. It's playing through Queen. I played Heart and Soul by Huey Lewis in the News. That yeah. was that was kind of left field. I'm like, well, I really wouldn't have expected this to be in this game. Wow, yeah. So, but I so far I like that setup that I can go on there and play a bunch of music. And I think it's because I never minded playing songs that I was never attached to. It, it, kind of discovering new songs in that way. Yeah, uh, sounds nice. But if you want that old school version, uh, Rock Band is still, the new Rock Band is that old setup. And your old songs can be used. Whereas any Guitar Hero songs you bought in the past, sorry, pal, you're out of luck. You can't Ooh. use those in the new version. And a lot of that's because they've redesigned the guitar to a six-button system. And it used to be five buttons up and down the fret. Now it's three buttons on the top, three buttons on the bottom. So you're constantly changing your fingers into chord positions. Whoa. Which mm. makes it a hell of a lot more difficult, but a new feel for the game, which I also like. What was the one that actually had a real guitar? You were actually learning to play guitar with That you? is Rocksmith. Rocksmith, okay. Which I still consider the king of all music games. Uh, you can plug in your own bass, your own guitar, and you are playing the song on your own actual instrument. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant how they did that. And you you can buy your own songs, so you can play the songs you enjoy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're not sure what you want, and uh, you want but the best experience, Rock Smith is definitely it. I played a new tabletop game this weekend. Ooh, what? Uh, called, uh, I had to bring it up here, it's Code Names, And it's... Um, it's unlike any game I've played before. It's kind of um, you, you've got a grid of words. It's a five by five grid of words, and you've got two people that are giving clues, and then the rest of the rest of the people playing are split into two groups. So it's a great so group. It's a great group. It's a great game if you have a ton of people. Yeah, um, which is unusual. Most of the games sort of max out at five, um, but this one, yeah, we we were playing with maybe fifteen people. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, the trick is you've got to give clues. To, you you say the the person giving the clues can only say one, one word, and then a number of which the of the words that they belong on the board that that uh, they have to. Yeah, that, that was that was really not a sentence. Me right yeah. now. <laughs> you would say, for instance, like like I said, animal two and unicorn and whale was on there and there were other animals, so they knew. So that, you're saying there's two. So they, so they pick those two and they were right, but they're not always that obvious. Sometimes you're trying to find weird connections between some words so you can say a bunch of them because you're racing with the other team. You're taking turns. So is there? So you get two people giving clues, one for one team, one for the other? Right. Yeah. Okay. And then there's, you know, there's a, bunch of one, a bunch of the words are one team's, a bunch of words are the other team's. There are some words that are nobody's, and then there's one spot that immediately ends the game and you lose. So you're you're trying. I had a bunch of. Uh, I had. Uh, Sounds like an amazing game. No, no. <laughs> I don't get that right now. Hey Andy. Hey Andy. Good, Good story. Game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's popular enough that it's not available. It, it's sold out. And I tried to buy it. It's sold out of the stores right now. Oh. Um, no, like for instance, we. Oh had yeah. A, Let me check. This Good luck. Oh shit. He's wow. Just, he's he's Jeffing it right now. All right. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 had a game where the 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 word that would kill you, the assassin word, was France. And so if anybody says France, France they then lose. you lose, yes. And 
all of, a bunch of the words I had to use were other countries, and the other team hadn't didn't have any countries, and so I was trying to point out countries without indicating France, which was a challenge. It sounds like yeah. But it's a it's a really great game for a big group of people. I'm not sure if you explained it well, but I'm. Intrigued. I explained it terribly. <laughs> it's it's kind of complicated to explain, but once you're playing it, it's easy. Okay. But it's a real uh, brain stretcher, and it's a good game for a bunch of people. Nice. Yeah. And that's uh, hmm. code name. Yeah, is the name. Yeah, and it's very replayable. I found replayable. plenty on Amazon. Well, good for you. <laughs> for 1973, <clears throat> look at that. In stock, it says here. <laughs> In stock. It wasn't a little shop of magic where I have my credit. Oh, dude, uh, newsflash, there's little shop of magic doesn't have a lot of things in stock. Nah. Like this popular site here called Amazon. (laughs) Now they have expanded their game section. Not quite a bit, but I'd say by a third since I was there last. I mean, I still like the store. It's a good store. Yes. And that's one of the ones you want to hit when you're in Vegas, definitely. Certainly. But I don't go there for the, the hot, the, the new hotness, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my phrase, Matt. That's right. <laughs> I don't go the there for, for the new hotness in games, because they very rarely have it. Yeah, okay. I got, but, but I prefer to wait there, wait for it to come out, because I like to support them. Because I want to support my local geeks. Oh, well, that's why I go to buy local action comics and games on Lake Mead Boulevard. Look at that! Plug, yeah. plug, plug! Wow, look at that! Anything else, gentlemen? Shop Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that's we my can plug, geek. All right. We can we can geek. You're we, skipping. We, yes, excellent. There's nothing to skip. Really? There's nothing. We care else. about all of this. If, if there was any news that was worthy of news you don't give a shit about, it was so shitty that I didn't give a shit to put it in the show. That is some wow. not giving a shit. Yeah. Just, just, I, th- I think the worst was like, Michael Bay will be directing the fifth Transformers. I'm like, okay, well, what else do we expect? Yeah. This is not news. No. <clears throat> Although apparently it'll be his last. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his last Transformers or his last Whoa. movie ever? Whoa. Well, we have a late arrival? We seem to have a late arrival. Oh, oh my. Should we, should we pause now and pretend that, uh, pretend that we didn't start this? And <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, but everybody clear off that chair <laughs> so that whoever it is has a place to yeah. sit. Place to put his butt. Nice. <laughs> this is wow. funny. All right, so first news. Bonzo comes walking through the door. Hey, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be the best thing ever. Wow. (laughs) I would love that. I heard Paul's not here. (laughs) (laughs) In a video interview with Bloomberg News, Disney chairman Robert Iger confirmed a new Indiana Jones was in Disney's near future. Mm-hmm. Quote, with George Lucas's Star Wars and Indiana Jones, by the way, which will be coming, we have more great stories, Iger said. And I think in a world where there's far more content and intellectual property and great choice, I think great stories still stand out, unquote. As for who will step in the larger-than-life shoes of the famous archaeologist, all signs point to Harrison Ford, reprising what? The, really? uh, the role. Oh, good. 
Uh, just Lord. recently, Steven Spielberg said only Han Solo could play Indiana Jones. Quote, I don't think anybody could replace Harrison as Indy. I don't think that's ever going to happen. It's certainly not my intention to ever have another actor step into his shoes in the way that there's been many actors that have played Spider-Man and <coughs> Batman. Stromberg. <coughs> no, you know, sorry to interrupt. You know who could? Chris uh, Pratt. Pratt could. That's why I just said Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Star Wars. Sorry. Star I was Wars. Like, that made sense. <laughs> I thought you said okay. Star Wars too. It's all right. Uh, yeah, I heard Star Wars as well. So, <laughs> see, you see, <laughs> fuck off, Canada. <laughs> There's only going to be one actor playing Indiana Jones, and that's Harrison Ford. Unquote. Uh, so, new Indiana Jones coming, more than likely Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. After the last Indiana Jones, how do you feel about Harrison Ford as Indy? <clears throat> I have no problem with Harrison Ford as Indy. I have a problem with Lucas writing in his weird shit. <laughs> That's true. We don't. Well, I doubt Lucas will be involved. What? Oh, well, look at this. Wow. Holy shit! My gosh! Damn! It is El Polo. Fuck me! Look who it is. We're doing it at ten thirty, right? <laughs> he didn't get my text. I see. No. Here. <laughs> oh, Hello, Mike. What happened? <laughs> we started without you. I never got a confirmation that you were joining us, so I'm like, oh, he must not oh, be joining us this no. week. Oh. Have you, are you done? No. no. We still got a half hour left, so have a seat. And I'm Commander K. Thank yeah, you, and you good go night. You go and grab. <laughs> oh. oh, I got your tent. I didn't realize I had to. Okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. So, so you didn't have an issue really with Old Man Jones? No. Um, I. You know what? I hate. I hate commenting on that because I really do think it's Harrison Ford's role and everything. <clears throat> uh, Plinkett actually on Red Letter Media did a did a pretty good um, dissection of Crystal Skull and commenting on on uh, actually on the age thing. So I I I don't know. I love Ford and I I actually don't want to see anyone else play uh, Indiana Jones. But at the same, t- well, you know what? He was looking a little spry. He actually looked—I don't know—he actually looked better to me in Force Awakens than yeah. he did in Crystal Skull. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so That's maybe, true. maybe he'll, maybe he'll have that skip in his step when yeah. he does it again. Yeah. Part time. Now, 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 it's funny too because are they going to age it real time? Is it going to be like 1970s Indiana Jones and <sighs> dealing with what the Bermuda Triangle or a Sasquatch in uh, in uh, Washington State or something? That's really it. And, and, interesting. And, and I think that's that's what I worry about with with the age aspect is that I th- love the Indiana Jones set in the serial age. The period is is mm-hmm. integral. So, yes. And and I think that's part of what hurt Crystal Skull is the fact that it was set during post nuclear mm. right right age and Red Scare right. um, America and all yeah that. yeah so I I think what hurt it is the nuking the fridge but well yeah. there there are oh, specific that, events yeah. certainly that hurt that <laughs> movie without but a doubt you had the CG Didn't monkeys you had the Shia getting smacked in the nads with cactus. Uh. Yes. I mean, that's something we can all enjoy, but, uh, yeah. So I did not watch any of it, but it, I remember people talking about it, the uh, the Young Indiana Jones series that was out. You know, I never even really watched that when it was out. I never I that. believe that they establish him as an old man in that. They have somebody playing yes, old yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, in he's, doing, he's doing flashbacks and remembrances, and he's the framing device for each episode. Okay. Who do you remember who played that? No. Role? No. 
It was naturally. It was not Ford, but right. Yeah. Welcome, Paul. Hello. It's the famous uh, Paul. Yes. We can't hear you here. yet. There you go. Okay. Now we can hear you. Hello. Hey, yo. How How's your singlet? Um, tonight, we um, wardrobe adjusted the singlet a little bit. So I had a little more room to move around. Didn't feel quite as constrained. Holy crap. However, when I go for my leg raise move, I put my left leg way up on this little riser. Tonight, I inadvertently gave half the audience a nut shot. <laughs> nice. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Good job. No. There is a ball slip. It was just but a sliver, <laughs> but a crescent of one testy. It's a full crescent, Paul. But uh, they got it full on, and uh, now I've done everything. <laughs> wow. And what was the crowd's My reaction? life is complete and full. Uh, I think enjoyment mixed with mystification. <laughs> so you have the singlet on, but no dancer's belt. No, I have a dancer's belt. You slipped out of your dancer's belt too? I'm I'm an endowed guy, I guess. <laughs> hey um, we, we call him the wiggler. Ball-wise, <laughs> uh, ball-wise, I got it where it counts. <laughs> it helps so, to have three. Uh, old potato balls, and, Paul. Old potato balls. I sacked up and uh, gave everybody a show. God damn it. Where's 80s Jeff? So, Idaho, <laughs> Paul. Yep. Where have you been? <laughs> Rustling Russell. I, I don't hope Paul. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, tonight I was the hoe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's a first. I have to say, I said this before when we had dinner. Mm-hmm. The episode of uh, Ice Cream Social, mm-hmm. the, the awkward, yes, the awkward crappy episode. New Year episode. Yes. <laughs> that everybody loves. Yep. Love it. Everybody loves it. <laughs> I, I love the rawness. Yeah. Oh, God. We did. I was a day away from doing the show. I was just nerves, frayed, tired, on edge, exhausted, wanting to make things work. Still, you know, things are much better now. And and that Tuesday was incredible. It was a great show. It went, you couldn't have gone better. And tonight went well, too, aside from my ball slip. Even that was, I it's think. It's apropos, Paul. I think you it's got I think it was lauded by most of the house. So yeah, I had a bunch of friends in tonight and came to see the show tonight as well. So Even better. It was a, it was a packed, uh, packed with friends house. She's now like, that's my good. boys. I How got are a lot you? Of, a lot of high praise from, from some, uh, friends and family of other castmates too. It was really nice. So I enjoyed it. How are you good. legally as far as ball slips go? I'm fine. No, no. I mean, <laughs> What are, what, are the, what are the regulations as far as ball slips I'm go? I'm sure it's frowned upon. Yeah. It was a, you know, an accident. Yeah. But it could be as attributed a to a Merkin. Wardrobe malfunction? Yeah, it could be attributed to a Merkin. <laughs> I could just say, oh, it was a Merkin. Yeah. Merkin. I'm wearing a Merkin. Fuck yeah. Right? I say tell Make me how to guinea pig in your trousers. Again. Huh? I say tell me how to guinea pig in your trousers. No, I mean, all it was was... Yeah, that's we not adjusted, illegal at all. We adjusted the singlet last night and... Uh, the adjustment was made. So now I just have to adjust my dance belt a little bit more. Yeah. Terrific. Go it's on, okay. Andy. Continue focusing So if you missed tonight's show, you missed the show. Uh, you missed balls. <laughs> you missed the but show where balls went, balls out. Can't say it won't happen again. I'll try. Nature of theater, man. I'll try. <laughs> Especially nature of, of dressing like that in theater. Well, oh, yeah. Brother, I'm practically naked on the stage, yeah. so it's all good. Yeah. So anyway. So you guys got to come out and see the show sometime. Oh, I look forward yeah, we, to it. Uh, we're up and cooking to. now. We got this week. We got two dark nights. 
on uh, Friday and Saturday. But then after that, we're pretty much six, night, six nights a week. Wait, when does the Dark Knight step in? Friday and Saturday this week. All right, Batman plays Friday and Saturday. Love it. Batman. It's Dark Knight. No. <laughs> Not that Dark Knight. The no-show Dark Knight. Okay. Oh. Is that phrase used anywhere else in the country? I never heard it until I came out here. Batman? Uh, no. <laughs> Shows are dark. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's a, theater a theater term. It is, okay. but it's a theater term, and uh, I have to... Uh, Check myself when I'm talking to plebes. Well, they use it in ads out when here. When I'm doing promotion and stuff. Sometimes they do, yes. Yeah, dark, da 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 yeah, yeah. Some people get it. Some people don't. Yeah. In Let's a- go see the dark show. <laughs> That'll be much more intriguing and mysterious. Yeah, really. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you have to use your imagination. You've come on a dark night. <laughs> it's beyond blue. Fucked. Is that it's when so Carl blue, takes your role? It's dark. Yeah. Huh? Is that when Carl takes your role? Lou Rawls comes in. Oh, Lou Rawls, that's even yeah. better. Yeah, um, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of theater types you're not familiar with it because a run ends, it just ends. You go into town, you leave town, and that's it. So it's it's yeah, like we're a resident city shows that has so many resident shows exactly. Yeah, that you can have dark nights. It's yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. It really, it's makes Vegas, West End, Broadway. Right. That's yeah. it. That's it. You're right. Three places where that term is is that often used. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're uh, we're dark at Ka. There so you go. two weeks, two weeks wow. out. That's kind of nice, huh? A little break. Well, yes and no because it's unpaid. So sure, I'll be filing unemployment. But the nature of the business, right? Unemployment is always measured from Sunday to Saturday, right? They ask you from that week span. What did you did make? you work? Yeah, our weekend, our dark weekend is yeah. Thursday, Friday, ah. and as a result, that first week or the first part of the dark. You actually earn enough money that they will not give you benefits. Of course. So you mm. actually, we used to be Sunday, Monday, and you could actually get a full week's it. benefits yeah. on a week's dark. Now you can't. Yeah. And so we actually lose on yeah. unemployment benefits when we file. That's a bummer. No. Yeah. So it, there is a bit of a pinch there. But yes, actually. But there's something. It's really funny how, you know, it's, it's. I don't know. It's it's like a planned vacation or something. It's it's forced on you. Yeah. But everyone is so used to it that things really get touchy. You know, a lot of drama starts happening. People's nerves start getting frayed. Everything as you get closer to the dark starts building up in this kind of weird tension, which is funny because if the you know if this was a regular job with no dark. Where the hell? What? What? Where would it, would that tension go, or where yeah. would it come from? Mm. Yeah. But it happens. People, are, sure, we, we were having it. Everyone's. I you look. Do you I, look forward to something? It builds different emotions. And yeah, that. I took an extra day off. Actually, it, the dark starts tomorrow, but I took tonight off because I was climbing the freaking walls. Well, there mm. you go. Well, good. Well, we haven't gone dark at the paper yet, but it, <laughs> it could uh, I think a lot of people would disagree. <laughs> oh. I think you've gone full fucking Sith. Oh, man. <laughs> Adelson, the, the Adelson hologram just uh. peering over everybody. What are you writing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send my didactors. <laughs> the didactors. Attack. You go, Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. My Adelson didactors. <laughs> we strike, execute, order, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. In this case, there's not two. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
I have skin that barely fits my face. <laughs> He's starting to mum rock. <laughs> Any geeky things you want to talk about? Um, I played God of War 3 Remastered on my PS4. Uh-huh. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. Finally had a little bit of downtime, not stressed out so much about the show, having it under my belt for a week now. And so my Monday was a true off day, and I, I spent it playing God of War 3, and I really enjoyed the hell out of that game like I always do. There's always one or two frustrating moments, like always, in all those games. The God of War series has those little things, but outside of those picayunes, beautiful, awesome, remastered, lovely, fun, terribly violent, terribly <laughs> aggro, but... Good time. Well, I, I got that for fifteen bucks during a holiday sale. Were you actually yeah, offered to do teach? Oh, I taught. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't have off days, Andy. I know. Uh, but that's why I was but, confused. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. An off day? What right, are you right, talking right. about? No, for no, ball? no. Well, I'm still. I went and uh, I did. I taught uh, improv again on Monday. It was my first week back. This is the beginning of the week back for me here. So everything's mm-hmm. just churning up again. Uh, ended up with 16 students. It was great. Mm-hmm. Had uh, a scoop come out to the class, which was awesome. Oh, terrific. Cool. Out from um, uh, Seattle. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, was, oh, wow, boy. So cool. I'm getting people from all over. It was wonderful. Um, had a good time. Taught the class and then chilled. I'm not doing the show, which helps a lot just to do the class. So that makes it easier. Tried to get some sleep last night. No dice. Uh, two podcasts this morning. Cat nap. <laughs> show. Then to here. Uh, and meanwhile, I drove the wife back and forth to come see the show. So I took her to see the show because she didn't want to drive in all the rain and all the craziness, which I can't blame her. It's crazy to park in Paris when you don't know where you're going. Duh. And she never goes on the strip anymore. She did for a long time. But you guys know if you get away from the strip for a while, you're just like, fuck that miasma of death. Yeah, I'm never. Right. So, I mean, she goes five miles a day tops. Um, so anyway, we drove down there. Yeah, and deepest darkest Summerlin. Saw exactly. Uh, Saw everybody. It was nice. Drove her back home and then raced out here. But I didn't realize you guys were starting ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't get the message. You missed a little bit of road rage on the way to Memphis tonight. (laughs) I'll bet it was there was like some heavy honking going on, and we're like, "Who the hell? What? What's going on?" And this car is like cutting off the car ahead of us. And then sits at at the green light, and like our lane isn't even moving, and we're like, "What the hell's going on?" He's sitting on? there honking his horn, not yeah, moving. Yeah. And then when we finally start moving, the 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 jeep behind the asshole car tries to change lanes. Asshole changes right in front of him, and there was just like this little back and shit. forth. Ugh. It was like I got my phone out, I started recording, everything cooled off. I was like, "Ah, oh, well, well, it's because you were recording." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good. And, good, good, good. And Todd's car. And folks, we do not partake, so don't even make the assumption. The car filled up with the stench of weed. Of course. It was full on skunk in my car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving behind that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people people crazy. And I drove a lot today. It's awful. When Vegas gets rain, it's like snow. And it's treacherous. Even when you're driving safely, there's plenty of opportunities to hydroplane and to skid out. Yeah, yeah. My tires went out from under me two or three times. Slick and just, well shut up yeah, there. Yeah, it's just so slick. Uh, so you just have to be very, you have to be extra cautious, and most people aren't. And so people have, don't know how to drive in the rain in this town. Oh man, no. you just have and to if get there's snow. Fuck it, don't leave. No, yeah. well that's that, super defensive. So they, I drove everywhere today in all this madness, yeah. and I was like, oi. The, the asphalt is designed for these super hot 
temperatures and that apparently is even more water repellent mm-hmm. than ordinarily and that, that makes contributes sense. to the slickness well that's that's part of it too mm. is that uh we don't get rain yeah. four inches a year so everything builds up on our roads stays on our roads for a long time and uh never gets washed away so anytime we do get rain everything piles up and gets slick again that's right. a, a christmas letter from sod pen if you want to read that later on absolutely yeah. You know, I've I've been saving an email because oh, I wanted to wait till oh. you here because it's yeah, directed yeah. mostly yeah. to you. All right, so I'm glad I captured on here, uh, gentlemen. Again, who's he talking to? <laughs> Jesus Christ in a cappuccino is nothing good enough for Paul. Nope. Boo hoo! Kylo Ren said, "Kill them all." Instead of some other line, <laughs> is he like that about everything? Yep. Yes. Hey, Paul. How was the Katy Perry concert? Well, sure, she was great. She came off the stage, sang a song to me, then blew me. But you know, when she was blowing me, she just didn't jiggle my balls the way I like. It's like she wasn't trying. <laughs> Ruined the whole experience. Well, have you heard about his balls? Yeah. <laughs> just, they require a lot of jiggling. Just wondering, <laughs> the Shadow Scoop. Juggling. Thank you, Shadow Scoop. Um, yes, I'm a particular little <laughs> bastard. I'm very particular, but... I really liked Kylo Ren. And again, it's not on Kylo Ren. It's on the scriptwriters. I just think there's so many better ways to say it. But you know where I stand. My, my <laughs> headcanon excuse for that line, the one thing I was thinking about after our conversation, Kylo's still going through his light-dark struggle, and that line is sort of like his attempt at being ultimate evil. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. You know, so it's sort of like he's like, kill them all, instead of wipe them out or something because he's trying to be Mr. Awful Badass. And he's failing at that part of the movie. But that's just headcanon. I just kill them all. It's just like, kill them all. Oh, thanks, Johnny Rico. <laughs> Throw me right back into fucking Starship Troopers. That's what it felt like to me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm from Buenos Aires. And I say, kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, bugs. Wow, I never put it in that thought. Would pattern. you like to know more? <laughs> Kylo Ren is actually Han Solo's kid. Would you like to know more? Touch here. Yeah. <laughs> He's also Princess Leia's kid. Would you like to know more? <laughs> Sodpen sent us a Star Trek card. Says, "I sense feelings of extreme gluttony within you." Merry Trekmas. Yay, Aww. Merry Trekmas. And he writes this, gentlemen. Again. <laughs> Andy's having a hard time with this. Look, bitches. Oh, oh there you go. go. Okay. Now that yeah. I recognize. My wife has had me chained to the dining room table, filling out fucking holiday cards for hours. Very Fifty Shades. I'm tapped. I'm to the point where my attempts to write sincere and heartfelt words are coming out like the lyrics of the Humpty Dance. My hand is cramped locked in a semi-gnarled fist. My forearm fell asleep 45 minutes ago. If all that wasn't enough, I'm pretty sure that one of my farts wasn't as trustworthy as I thought it was. (laughs) But frankly, I'm scared to check. Point is, I'm finished with all the mandatory friends and family cards. I didn't have to do this one, but I wanted to. You guys are that fucking awesome. Have a great 2016. One and all, Mr. and Mrs. Sodpen. All right, Mr. Oh, Sod and Mrs. Sodpen. That's great. Beautiful. Although I have Thank to you. say, when your hand is cramped in that half-gnarled fist... That's the time to masturbate. That's there the time to go, go for the stranger. <laughs> You'll never get a stranger. As Torgo stranger. would say, pull out those Vertigo comics and get to work. I have a question. Yes. There are lyrics to the Humpty Dance. 
What? <laughs> of course. I know every one of them. That, I'm sure of you do. You do. <laughs> oh, oh, what a Andy, ba- what a can of motherfucking, what a can of gummy worms I've opened. Uh-huh. <laughs> a song you say? Let's me sing it for you. I won't do it. I'll sing you the I'll song of my people. All <laughs> one of me yeah. came up with a a really with good a uh, song worms. today. We were doing songs at the churn, and. Uh, I did a concussion football song. Oh no! Out of the park. Oh, oh no! Had no. the whole room in stitches, so it, it uh, must be pretty good. I look so, forward to that. There you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of sad news. Uh, mm. Actor Jason Wingreen, who voiced Boba Fett in the original release of Star Wars: mm. The Empire, Empire Strikes Back, died on December twenty fifth. He was ninety five years old. Oh man! Uh, Wingreen's role as a bounty hunter who took down Han Solo was originally uncredited. Later, his voice was replaced by Tamara Morrison, who played Boba Fett's father-slash-clone, Jango Fett. It wasn't until an interview with Star Wars Magazine that his appearance became known. Uh, Wynn Green spent 10 minutes recording his lines, which he was paid a flat fee. That became the source of ire for the actor, according to USA Today. Wynn Green said, quote, I have a little helmet that my son and daughter-in-law bought me on eBay and gave me as a birthday present, where if you press the little button, my voice says, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. That's my voice, and I don't get paid a single penny for that, said Wynn Green. So I have no love for George Lucas, unquote. Wynn Green made appearances in episodes of Twilight Zone, Boys to the Bottom of the Sea, (laughs) The Green Hornet, Star Trek, Night Gallery, and the Starman TV series. So... The great Boba Fett, the voice of, the original voice of. Yeah. Has moved on. Well, you know what? As an actor, I'm going to say part of that is on his agent, especially knowing James Earl Jones is doing Vader. You know, but even even though it's Empire, uh, the, the franchise has taken off enough that your agent should have known to uh, negotiate other rights. Especially knowing the licensing phenomena. Phenomena that is that movie. Although maybe maybe the agent didn't think that the voice was ever going to get used, but he should have he should have uh. grabbed a hold of everything. Uh oh, <laughs> are you are you getting out the jelly beans? Wow, he did it! Yeah, What'd you get? Did. What'd you get? Grass. <laughs> oh, grass. Oh well, you know what? It's not too bad, but it, it really, I feel like I'm 15, not even 15, like 13 mowing lawns. <laughs> like ugh, there's, it tastes like there's it tastes worse like, flavors. Well, th- there. yeah, there's worse. Thing is with the grass. It's got that sweet, but it's also yes. got that petroleum base. Oh, okay. So it kind of tastes like you s- swiped your hand on the the axle of the push mower <laughs> after you've done th- yeah. a couple of rounds and just. Well, you know what, Matt. Oh. Matt wasn't here when oh. we did jelly beans. Well, fuck yeah. you then. Get ready for hell. Okay, come on. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the nightmare. All right. So pick one. Pick your poison. Pick the poison Color doesn't between the, uh, the black one and the multicolor. <laughs> Either one. Pick one. All right. Let's, wait, now we'll, we'll now, see hold on what second. it might be. The, wait, f- wait, wait. First, it is going to be either. So your color is, let me see, it's that, uh, that tutti fruity looking one. White. This color is pasty Canadian, mm, but what's that got to do with that peach one? <laughs> yeah, I think it is the tutti fruity. It's All not, right. So yeah. you've either got tutti fruity or stinky socks. <laughs> I'm sure there's worse on there. Uh-huh. Yes, there is. <laughs> I'm here. Tutti He's got tutti fruity. See, and he of course gets the good stuff. God damn it! <laughs> I just ate some grass. I got vomit. Oh. Netflix and DreamWorks Animation have announced that they are expanding their current deal. 
Netflix will be the home of several new original series that DreamWorks Animation will develop. Those series include Guillermo del Toro's Troll Hunters and a new reimagining of the classic 80s animated series Voltron. The deal also gives Netflix the streaming rights to DreamWorks Animation Feature Film Library. Voltron's exciting. Right? Coming Ooh. to a Netflix near you, new Voltron. That's very exciting. I, I wonder which one it is. I assume it's going to be... It's got to be Lion Voltrons. Lions. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be a whole new one. Is that the it's one... got to be Lions, man. Is that where the one where the phrase, I'll form the head, comes from? Yes. Okay. Because that was something my friends used to say all the time. And I'll form the head. Before going down on you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> it is easier if you... <laughs> if you form the head. Uh, 2016 is the 75th anniversary for Captain America. He was created by Joe Simon, Jack Kirby back in 1941. And to celebrate, ABC is going to be airing a one-hour special. The special is also going to include guest interviews with actors Chris Evans, uh, Haley Atwell, Stan Lee, Cat co-creator Simon and Kirby, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast like uh, uh, Clark Gregg, uh, Ming-Na Wen, and Chloe Bennett. According to ABC, there's going to be an exclusive news announcement from Marvel during the special. So Marvel's Captain America 75 Heroic Years will air on ABC on Tuesday, January 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Pacific Standard Time. no Matt Salinger? <laughs> Not on this list. Poor bastard. <laughs> what, you use a plexiglass shield, nobody remembers you anymore. I know, I know. Right. It's, it's okay. TV Captain America, yeah, folks. Yeah, there you go. Obscure Andy strikes again. Uh, if you want to know, <laughs> didn't uh, Red Letter Media do that Captain America for I th- I best say of the worst? Yes. The best of the worst. They did the Fantastic Four. Okay, maybe they threw Captain I America. I think Captain was part two. of that. Yeah. So if you want to know liked about the Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah, there's heart in that. Yeah, the Corman Fantastic Four. It's got it. Actually, absolutely, you're right. It has its heart in the right place. Uh, yeah, they think they might have done that one too. So yeah, if you want to know about the Captain America TV Man, show, Red Letter Media is still kicking ass. By the way, they body. are. I love They're their They're cranking stuff. out some really funny shit. Oh, I cannot get enough of Wheel of the Worst. It's so I, good. I rewatch Wheel of the Worst probably more than anything. I do too. I do too. It's really funny. They're just really funny, sh- funny, <laughs> funny motherfuckers. Yes, they are. Andy Serkis is moving forward with plans to produce, direct, and star in 20th Century Fox's Steel Skin, an update of the classic Rumpelstiltskin fairy tale. Uh, drive scribe Jose Amini will steel skin, steel skin, steel skin, steel skin, steel skin, S T E E L skin, steel skin, like right. man of steel skin. Yes. It's a robot, Rumpel Stilskin. Robo Stilskin? Robo Stilskin. Robo Stilskin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Robo Stilskin. <laughs> I'm Robo Stilskin. <laughs> eh, eh, does not compute. Spin gold out of your butt. <laughs> Robo steel skin. You'll never guess my name. Wait, I said it. <laughs> Shit. All right. Oh, no. We got to fix that in his programming. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really stuck my foot in the butter. That's an old saying from Robo steel skin. I put my foot in the butter. I'm full of them. Wise sayings. <laughs> wise sayings. Of- old wise sayings of Robo steel skin. Oh, I really slipped the frog that time. You know, that old gem. Slipped the frog. I slipped the frog. I put my foot in the butter. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> we didn't We're just, almost skin. We didn't just get late Paul. We got Paul when he's on, not sleeping. This is great. <laughs> Details of the story are being kept under wraps. <laughs> Don't let anyone know my secrets. Don't put your foot in the butter. <laughs> Keep your feet out of the butter as far as the story goes. We want surprises. But it's going to be a retelling of the Rumpelstiltskin fairy tale that is uh, tonally similar to Snow White and the Huntsman, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Circus has been uh, expanding his role as a director lately. He is helming Warner Brothers' Jungle Book Origins, uh, currently in production, and attached to direct an adaptation of George Orwell's Animal Farm. Uh, he'll appear next as an emperor as... Well, Emperor Snow in Star Wars Force Awakens. Jungle so. Book Origins from Warner Brothers in competition with Disney's Jungle Book? Yes. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. Stop. Make new properties. Fuck off. <laughs> huh. You know, it's funny. I heard a counterpoint to that recently. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were talking earlier on the show about how... What have you done? What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best movies of 2015 are reboots... And sequels. That's just because that's all movies are now. That's not. That's not <laughs> saying movies are good now. But because we of always, that. whenever we say anything, we always poo-poo it up ahead. But there's been some quality Aside ones lately. Aside from Star Wars, what came through with the Mad big Max. win? Mad Max. Mad yeah. Max. Mad Max. Mad Max is awesome. <laughs> Avengers, too. but it's not really. It's standalone. It's standalone, but it's uh. It's a re-envisioning. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I stand corrected on Mad Max, man. That's fucking good. I just watched that again the other night. Uh, just, yeah. Isn't it, though? Mm-hmm. It's just a good fucking movie. Just such, like I said, it's, it's it's visual storytelling. Yeah. Still number one, even over Star Wars, my book. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. As far as movies this year, yeah. Star Wars isn't that great. It's a B movie, guys. It's okay. It's a solid 80. Yeah. Wow. And I'm a freak, but. <laughs> you know, I'm a freak for that film, for those films, but sure, it's not. It didn't. Yeah, I, I think. Oh, what? Oh God! <laughs> wow, Paul's just Let's like. I'll, t- I'll take one too. Come on. oh, Holy shit! All right, God, I'm, I'm in. I'm in Peach or Barf Town. You guys, oh, don't go too oh, fruity shit. again. Okay, yeah, I'll take the green one here. All right, go. the green one is oh, going to either be for you. You are going to receive either snot or uh, n- n- uh I think that one might be. Juicy pear or booger, or it might be long clippings or lime. Ah, yeah, I can't uh, tell. Torgo anyway, and I had uh, lime. peach or barf is where I'm going. Oh boy! And Andy said that barf was bad. Yeah. I went to barf town, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay with me because it tastes like it tastes like uh, pizza. This what? one's pear. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not pear. taste like pizza. <laughs> if that's what pizza tastes like, you, you sure you're you eating the wrong pizza. pizza. Paul? It tastes like Little Caesars. Pear. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I should qualify. Not pizza. It tastes like Little Caesars. <laughs> wow. Uh, Actually, I stand. Cr- make like Wait. Andy and put uh-huh. your Wait a second. Did you I think, think it was pear and it's no, not? No, it, the aftertaste is booger now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's somebody who laughs so hard they blew their pear out their nose? <laughs> so you thought it was booger, but really it's snot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Maybe it got a little bit of pear in there. Oh, by the way, real quick note. 
Matt Salinger was not the Captain America with the plexiglass shield. That was Red Brown. Matt oh, Salinger you're right. was in the 1990 you're Captain right. America. Fact check schooled again. Yeah. That's right. I actually wanted to say Reb oh, Salinger. Dumb, no, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> that, but that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. You said you're, oh, I thought you said you're done, Andy. Oh, no, no, no. He's not done. Johnny Depp is teaming uh, up with director Edgar Wright good. for a feature film adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Fortunately the Milk. Depp will star in the film with Wright to direct. Script being written by Brett McKenzie, who worked on HBO's Flight of the Concords. The film is supposed to be a live-action animation hybrid. The children's book is described as a story of time travel and breakfast cereal. Excellent. It begins with a father who goes to the store to buy some milk and returns with wild tales of aliens, space-time travel, pirates, and more. But does he bring the milk? I, that's you got to wait to find out. There you go, I can't Andy. Spoil it all. You want Andy. it all? Oh wait, Matt, does he get the milk? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. How about you? Did you get the milk? Write to us. Comments what? at uglycouchshow.com. Wow. Paul, I'm glad you stepped in. Yeah. Me too. Paul Manning. <laughs> It's okay. We now have a new character. Andy, make sure to write down Robo Steelskin. Robo Steelskin. <laughs> Absolutely. Stepping in the butter. Don't step in the butter. Actually, that's, the butter. that's the band name and the album right there. Right? That's yeah, like Talk Talk by Talk Talk from the album Talk Talk. Yeah. But until next week, I'm Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Commander <laughs> K. Fact checked Andy. No, apocryphal Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. Hey, we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Wow. Ooh, I think it's spoilery. Got, in, got in the rot. Spoilery, yeah, spoilery Matt's getting. Yeah. But then he's got to live up to his name, and I don't. Oh, yeah, we don't want that, that now. Don't encourage that behavior. That's, oh, that's not good. That was an awesome moment. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'll fix it. Wait wait you got to leave it. You got to leave it. Come on. I am not going to leave Come the spoiler on. in the show. I will leave a reaction to the spoiler. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what not did the you spoil? Yeah. What's the who? The Expanse. Okay. The Expanse TV show. Yeah. But don't do it again because yeah. we have to cut it no, again. No, no, no. I haven't seen that. <clears throat> so I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather just fix one thing. <laughs> can you fix Can you fix Well, that? then. <laughs> <laughs>